day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 99 of Shop Talk. It's a great week to be a fan of The Rookie because our show is finally back after what feels like forever. Um, and it's just, it's so good to have our faves back, have new episodes, have content being shared. We've had so much content being dropped Yes, between like yesterday to today, Wednesday when we're recording this, but also like before this week too, so... Um, this episode was intense though, and we, but like, we also knew that the cliffhanger was spoiled a little bit, so, because everyone, and even the rookie account had spoiled it, so. Listen, I was still like, they're gonna pull something, and I was like, nope, they can't, like. Yeah. Um, I at least just thought, well, I kind of had forgotten about the time jump, because I was like, oh, at least they're gonna show him, you know, like. Yeah. Um you know working his way back or something but then it was just like six weeks later i was like okay never mind to me the time jump seemed very short like oh, yeah I mean, that's six not, weeks that's not too long yeah but like other shows have done like six months so i was kind of like six weeks i don't know i have thoughts on that later um <laughs> but yeah and i mean even just the way that it started like it was very interesting how it went mm-hmm. from like 97 minutes earlier i was like that is very specific 97 minutes earlier i was so confused when i was like starting and i was like am i sure i'm watching the right show like what is going on yeah um but then it all came full circle and made sense yeah yeah but the episode set us up for the rest of the season i mean i feel like at least with the chunford Mm -hmm. angst lucy's detective's exam the case because there's no way that that's over yet like no it it's not that easy um Aaron's journey to with getting back to the job which I will be very interested to see um mm-hmm. and then Angela missing the baby like how she's gonna navigate that and etc so yeah um we have quite a bit of news so we could just jump right into that because my goodness the rookie account or the rookie cast and crew and entertainment outlets were just like, here you go, have it all. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start us off with the first piece of news? Um, sure. Um, Alexi had said to um TV line in an article, um, you know, that it's gonna be a dynamic a dynamic year um for Chenford um after 601. And the for the hundredth episode, he kind of alluded to that there's um, you know, some stuff that, you know, everyone's gonna love. Apparently there's a blink and you'll miss it visual that um according to him will launch a one thousand gifts. <laughs> um and so uh you know, they still like wanna balance that with the drama as well. Um and he also said about like the mastermind behind the major case from the premiere uh, mm-hmm. is that it'll be something that they'll be getting towards uh, during the end of the season. And apparently Monica is involved in a certain extent. Um, and so this kind of sets up her 
character in a in a way that obviously we've never seen before. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very curious as to who she was talking to at the end. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. What do you think is going to be the blink and you miss it moment for Chunford? I literally don't even know because like I don't know. Because like Mm -hmm. what I mean, is it like something? Oh God, I don't know. Is it something that we've never seen before? Yeah, like, like I, don't I don't feel like it'll be a kiss or like a I hug. Mean, yeah, because we've already like seen. Well, we've seen that in the um, preview or you know, yeah, trailers and things. Um, I don't know. Maybe a. I don't know what else they could do. Maybe they, like, whisper something to each other or, like, you know, like, um, you know, like, say what mm-hmm. the heck's the word? Oh, mouth the words. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, maybe I it's like that I love you, but I feel like that wouldn't be a blink and you miss it thing. I don't know. Because I like, feel like the lie detector thing is like a fake out. So, like, I don't really know. Mm. But that's just okay. me probably being cynical. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But I, re- I have I have absolutely no idea what the yeah. blinking you'll miss it could be. So unless Kojo appears magically, I don't really know. Maybe what we haven't seen with Chenford yet. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. The only thing I can think of is like maybe Tim does some like different type of physical touch thing. I don't know. I don't know. But I am so excited for next week. So mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just happy to have them back. So yeah um but we did also get a tv insider article today with melissa and eric talking about chunford um melissa was like chunford fans are incredible and credits eric for the original hashtag idea which i saw someone then point out on twitter they were like technically he came up with or technically they came up with 2c and we asked for chunford Mm mm-hmm and it was apparently in response to Alyssa and Titus's partner duo nickname. So Eric and Melissa were like, "Well, we're gonna have one too." I wasn't on the tw- or in the Twitter fandom when all this was happening, so I don't know. But I was, I was not either. But when I was like watching the video, I was like, "Wait, what was Alyssa and Titus's duo name?" Like I, know, I could I'm... not remember. I was, I was like, like, "It wasn't Wes." Well, see, that's the thing, though, is I really don't know. Cause, like, I remember people going back and forth with, like, Wesla, Wopaz. We were there yeah. for that. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, maybe, like, Westlo or something as opposed mm. to, like, you know. But, but I really don't know. I couldn't find. I was, like, literally looking it up. Um, I saw someone say Westlo. And I couldn't. Was the name. It was, like, Westlo or Wopaz. And then somehow we just decided on wolfas i don't know but i was just well yeah like, but then that's for no. like that's for sean and Alyssa's character it's like not for titus and right Alyssa. like but so like I it really was understand i think it was before sean and Alyssa's characters were like really getting a ship name or something but i was just like wow why can't i remember that but uh, um and then eric said that the fans saw the direction of chenford the, the direction chenford was going even before they did um and that the show's kind of like paid homage to that um and then melissa also said that tim and lucy can handle whatever's thrown at them there's banter realness and honesty in their relationship so you heard it from the chunford uh captains that chunford will make it through Mm -hmm. 
but Uh, and then we also had a uh, different TV line article. Um, and it had said like that the curse of the last shift storyline was brought up by uh, staff writer Frederick Cotto, um, who was a police officer for 18 years. So um, that's where that storyline came from. And we had Selena being as superstitious as superstitious <laughs> as she is uh keeps bringing it up and nolan doesn't really believe in it but then everything goes wrong mm -hmm. um and for the 100th episode alexi wants to um touch on everything they do tonally which they get to do and um Flula Borg is brought back in as skip tracer randy so um that's pretty cool and chastity if i'm not wrong based on the yeah. promo photos which, which like i have to ask where's henry his son i have to ask where's pete well yeah where's henry but like where's where's pete because like pete and chastity were a thing yeah yeah and by the promo photos it looks like they're like dancing which i mean they would be a very friends, interesting pairing like, let's yeah, be real it would be very interesting um yeah, I mean, but, I I would assume that yeah. they just couldn't get Pete Davidson, but like, yeah, where's Henry? Where's yeah, his actual I son? I don't know, because someone had pointed out I saw on Twitter somewhere that um, Abigail, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, um, in some way, and so yeah, mm -hmm. that's the question. Where the heck is Henry? <laughs> I hope another one of my wish list items is not dashed. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of figured he would be there. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, it is his dad's second wedding. Yeah, but, like, he can actually be at this one. That's true. I don't know. It's just, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But maybe he just couldn't get time off work or something. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe he'll make a surprise appearance because we didn't see any Bailey in the, in the promo effects granted because she's probably got the wedding dress on well no we did see her in the pictures but like not at the actual wedding so maybe yeah. he'll make a surprise appearance who knows mm -hmm. but anyway back to the tv line article because there was a lot yeah um so angela is obviously coming back from having uh her baby girl and so child care is gonna come into play for her and for nyla um they don't want to, you know, shy away from what being a working parent is like, especially a working mom in the first responder world. So we will see how Harper navigates that um, as well as Angela, just because both of them are not exactly too keen on people helping them at times. Mm -hmm. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. And apparently there will be uh, a ride along with a nanny um candidate in the back seat of a shop so that'll definitely be something yeah. to look out for what's um, interesting is why they didn't play the storyline when angela first said jack like why are we waiting until their second child to play this out maybe because wesley's like actually going to go back to work or um, i think they might have had like a nanny before but i don't know it just seems like why are we focusing on this now maybe their nanny previously like quit or something but 
I mean, I was just assuming it was because like Nyla and Angela's children Babies are are, close. yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas before, obviously Jack and Lila are not Mm hmm um, close in age. So I don't know, or like second kid, Yeah. you know, problems or something. I don't know. Like it costs more or something, something like that. I don't know. It's just, Yeah. it was interesting to me. Like, okay. Are we Yeah. forgetting that she had a baby previously? But Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably anyway. just touching on different points of Mm hmm being a working mom just because, I mean, we had the, you know, formula mishap with the fridge and Yeah. stuff and season four um, for Angela. And then, I mean, you know, we got to see Harper, you know, have um, Leah in like last season. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, maybe it's just kind of like they both. can have the storyline together or something set Yeah. up separately True. True. um yeah but All right. um apparently also for nyla she uh goes through something following the shooting from uh this premiere episode it's not played out for a long time but they um find dramatic moments in every episode for the characters too so And for Lucy, the detective's exam will happen. I thought it was so funny. Not funny, like, but because I think it was Eric who had mentioned something about, you know, like hypothetically the detective's exam or something when talking about like Lucy's character. And I was just like, oh, of course he did. Because <laughs> like, I don't think it was, you know, Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like, supposed to be spoiled yeah. Um, yeah So I just, but then I get, I think Alexi in the, around the same time, it also mentioned it. So it's mm -hmm. kind of, at least we know it's definitely happening. Um, yeah and it's, you know, ultimately about that drive to become a, de a detective, um, especially an undercover one. Um, mm hmm and it's, you know, all while having, um, you know, Lieutenant Prim trying to kind of sabotage uh her because of the trade to get him to metro yeah so yeah um and then for john aside from the wedding he will go through some things with and without bailey uh there's going to be some drama on the home front apparently um even though jenna's pregnancy won't be featured in the season uh which we talked about uh before Uh, there will be conversations about, you know, the idea of if they're going to have kids, um, you know, independent of uh, Jenna actually being pregnant. So, and they only have 10 episodes uh, to tell all these stories. So it, you know, is a little bit more serialized. Um, that doesn't mean they're not standalones and they won't have, you know, specific character touch points to focus on, but Mm The uh, finite nature of it all will be a, a strength for them instead of a problem, -hmm. yeah according to Alexi. So. which like you could kind of tell last night that like it's
gonna really be action-packed i mean granted it was the season premiere they have to wrap up kind of a, or like start a storyline into a new season but it was like action-packed from the get-go so mm -hmm. um and then there was a give me my remote article that dropped today with sean and true which we don't hear from them a whole lot as far as interviews. Well, we don't really hear from like the rookie cast a whole lot anyway with interviews. Um, mm -hmm. but Sean and True, I thought was an interesting pairing. Also, can we just please have more scenes with them? Yeah. Um, in the rookie, because I would love that. But uh True revealed that they did two takes of the season five finale for Aaron, one where his eyes are open and Selena notices. And then another where he flatlines and they used the flatline take and True was like, oh no, and had to check with his manager, which I thought yeah. was cute. Um, yeah, he was like, is everything, is everything cool? Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to worry? Like, yeah. Um, which I mean, that's very fair because I would, but mm -hmm. I would have loved to see like his eyes open. Selena notices they're like talking or she's talking, whatever. Um, and then True also mentioned that he tried to actively stay hidden off and off of social media and not posting one thing about the show which kudos to him because i wouldn't be able to do that mm -hmm. um but then the rookie account was like they posted the poster and you know so there you go yeah. well and like even you know some things that eric had posted like well true yeah. and then he had like the wedding um yeah you know like cast in the 100 photo yeah, yeah. the 100th and all that so um, yeah yeah but i mean he tried he tried yeah i mean he really did a good job it was just yeah everyone else kind of and, and i love that he was like no i'm going to stick with this like i'm gonna put mm -hmm. this effort in um yeah. but yeah so and now eric like did you see yeah you saw it today he posted and he was like yeah, yeah I, I can finally that. like yeah share that true's back so yep it's funny yeah well and sean also said like you know they had taken pictures you know one with true and like yeah. one without true so now yeah. they all have a you know backlog of true photos yeah. that they can... i just need them to do like yeah. all the photo dumps now with yeah. true so mm -hmm. sean also noted that what's good about the show is that there are stakes they have lost characters their show has done a good job at making you think you, you'll never know what happens to the characters um and then true also said regarding aaron's journey that back to the force is going to be tough uh he has to go to therapy and meet the therapist etc so it'll be a process for him to get back to where he was before um and true almost wishes that aaron could have came back all badass vigilante style or something like that um yeah I, just the way that like he came back though was pretty great like i mean yeah it was still cool yeah I didn't think he had a motorcycle, so no, or I wouldn't have like thought that. Yeah, or the leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with like the tiny, like the little bit of facial hair was like okay, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. It was um, a different look for sure. Yeah, and then Sean had said Monica's very dangerous personally to Wesley. Great, just <laughs> what we need for a new father of two. Great. Um but to any case she's on and in the department in general she's dangerous to all of that um and she's a major factor in the season and she'll try to mess things up as much as possible he also said that the threat gets less complicated as the season goes on but the characters are always ready to deal with it 
I need to know more about that because how does it get less complicated? But we'll find out who the real mastermind is at the end of the season. That's interesting, but I mean, maybe because they're only focusing now on like a singular person, maybe as opposed True. to like a uh whole crew of people. I don't know yeah. though. I really don't know how the threat of this major case can I don't know. Yeah. And I would think with Boyd being gone, like it would probably make it a little bit harder, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I've seen some theories going around about like who's the mastermind, and someone was like, What if it's Chris? JK. And I was like, nah, no. No, no. there's no way. I can't. I thought maybe Elijah, and then I was like, I don't know where we left off with him. Like, I can't remember. So probably not. Aside from Angela punching the <laughs> shit out of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that's right. I mean, because I think they, they kind of, well, wrapped it up in the sense that he's in prison. Whether or not yeah. he stays in prison is a different story, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I really don't. I have no idea who she was talking to on the phone. You know what the biggest uh, plot twist would be? As if it was Oscar. <laughs> I mean, I, he's been around since like what season one, season two. True. Like, yeah. I mean, shoot, it's... he probably knows these police officers better. And like, I yeah. don't know. Although, if it's like, I feel like it has to be. Well, I guess no. I guess it doesn't have to be. I was gonna say like someone closer to Wesley, but like it that doesn't necessarily have to be true. No, because Wesley yeah. and Angela weren't targeted. Yeah, like they all were targeted, but like the t- the crew didn't visit Wopez's house. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. So part of me is like, well, it's gotta do. It's gotta be something to do with like Balin or with with Aaron and Selena but with Aaron and Selena I think they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time okay. so but I don't know it'll be interesting I think we've got a good season ahead of us mm-hmm. so and it's crazy to think that we only have nine episodes left <laughs> like I'm sad to already think about that but um and then we kind of already discussed the 602 promo photos i mean they all look great so i don't know what else i can say about that besides they just look amazing yeah but i think we should just jump right into the episode because we've got a lot to discuss so Mm -hmm. do you want to start us off with the whole like case of it all sure um so to start off the season six premiere uh the episode opens with uh, essentially a man in flames running out from the smoke that's in the air thanks to the blown up car and we see money flying everywhere and um, then you notice that, you know, John's calling for backup saying he's pinned down and, and then it cuts to say 97 minutes earlier <laughs> um, and as that's like interspersed with that is um you know the fact that we see the crew getting all set up um and thanks to well thanks to the inside man um a security guard they're able to get into the federal reserve um while three other members are distracting the 
uh, personnel up front and kind of like interspersed with this is like, you know, we see a little bit about they're taking Aaron in for surgery at the hospital because of the bullet fragments and Selena's still there. And, you know, Gray tells her to just stay put and like watch, you know, over him, make sure everything's cool. Um, and the, um, robbers that are downstairs are getting like more weapons and they have gas masks on um because uh, the security guard let them into the reserve surveillance area and they um essentially smoked out the guards and cut the feeds off um and one of them radios uh upstairs and said that and says that phase one is complete um and then uh they reply aloud that it's time for phase two and apparently phase two involves um killing the front men and taking rest of the employees hostage uh so that way the hacker of their group can get to work on the um computers yeah and the way that they were like wait what's phase two and the crew was mm -hmm. just like you're done yeah like oh so we're doing that okay yeah, that was wild i was like oh my gosh um and so it's again like lots of cuts in this episode which i don't really know how to feel about um but so we have the team wanting to figure this out obviously um so they're taking any type of call or want to take any call from dispatch uh, nothing is too outrageous or or ordinary, um, including the fact that the Federal Reserve missed its check-in by 17 seconds, um, which, you know, Gray is like, that's just a blip. And Nolan's like, nah, wait, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> let's let's go check it out. Um, why? Also, he like 17 seconds, not 15, yeah. not 20. They were like, it's 17 maybe to go with 97 i don't know maybe mm -hmm. it was like a thing with sevens but probably not i don't know yeah i don't know why um what i also don't know is like why john went by himself i mean i know he was like right but like i was just like no john like why yeah he was driving by himself but he should have been like can someone else follow me like for backup yeah because like backup know. took like well okay it was like seemed like five minutes in tv time but i'm sure not yeah well know. i thought it was kind of funny how he was like i need backup and then they're just like right behind the corner i'm like okay yeah. so why weren't they there before him like it was just mm -hmm. kind of weird yeah um so yeah uh john is the closest so he goes and checks it out and he when he tries to get into the reserve the doors are locked and he spots blood on the floor and he calls it in um before he's then shot at multiple times mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah. and he you know but he kind of dives and moves around and manages to evade the bullets but he's pinned down um and since the cops now know that this is going on that there's a crew you know trying to rob the uh reserve the people have to go to plan b which is apparently to uh, set a uh, like explosive in one of the uh, trucks. And then that's what 
like they set that off and that's what uh sets the driver on fire who we saw at the beginning get out Mm -hmm. and run so then it's like that's all coming full circle um but finally at least backup arrives um and you know more um shooting is occurring and the we don't like we don't know any of these characters names from the crew yet at Mm -hmm. this time anyway um so the assumed leader of the group um for now uh shoots the man that's down that was downstairs firing at john um and he does that from the uh third floor window to kind of throw them off track a little bit and um gray harper and nolan are all going into the reserve and they go down to the basement they almost catch up with the crew because that was also part of their plan b was a different escape route um but they escape through these i don't even know what kind of doors they kind of looked like cell doors or cage Mm -hmm. doors or something um so they don't have the uh criminals in custody right now and then we see the six weeks later card come up on screen so apparently it's been six whole weeks and they don't have Mm -hmm. them in custody at all which is very comforting to know you know Mm -hmm. yeah i was kind of i wasn't like putting that together at first i was like oh right and they still don't know yet and it's been i mean it could be worse it could be six months right that's true Maybe that's um, why they did do six weeks. You yeah. Know. Um, but we do see um well, we see someone on a motorcycle um kind of pull up um into a parking spot and as the same time that Angela's arriving uh to work and that someone is Aaron, so yay, he's alive. As if we didn't already know that, but listen, <laughs> I was still happy. I was like, yay. No, like, same. He's actually same. on screen. I was um, actually really proud of my tweet last night when I was like, what do you mean Aaron's alive? Like, this is brand new information. Yeah. That yeah. one was gold. Yeah. Um, but also, like, Angela's back at work after only six weeks. Yeah. Like, I guess. Yeah, they need her back. But also, like, her maternity leave should not be that short. I don't know. Seems mm-hmm. kind of crazy to me. But yeah. especially considering that Wesley seems to have more time off than her. So That's I was true, like, wait. He was on paternity leave when he talked to Tim and Lucy. Yeah. I was like, wait. But then I don't know, looking back at his job yeah. history last season, like mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to find like more work. Who knows? So Yeah. But um. yeah continue i mean it's probably part of the reason why angela can come back so early is just because Mm -hmm. wesley's you know they've got time to find like a nanny or whatever yeah yeah Um, sorry i'm just going off on tangents tonight apparently you're fine you're fine i mean because like this like this scene i mean it was just you know we got we technically got another aaron and angela scene Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was good um you know, because he asks if they have any new leads, and Angela is essentially like, "Well, I don't really know because it's my first day back too." So, yeah, um, they're both just kind of glad to be back at work. Um, and then we see 
uh, Thorson checks in with Gray and uh, he tells him that it's required to go see the department uh, psychiatrist. And he has his first appointment tonight with Dr. Blair London, who we find out later is Daniel Campbell's character. Um, but yeah, so Aaron's not exactly thrilled um, because to quote him, he has a pretty dope therapist already, which I thought was uh, a fun turn of phrase. Um, this whole like scene with Aaron and Grave was pretty funny. Yeah. It's like this is where the like humor comes in at yeah uh but you know apparently the you know the department won't sign off until he goes uh so he's gonna do that and then i felt so bad for him because literally every time he like wanted to go and help Greg was like no Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally like held him back yeah no (laughs) can't do it um you know but then when john wants to go it's like okay fine (laughs) yeah dang it even um, though it's his last shift before his wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, you probably shouldn't. But John's like, no, I'm going. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. He really, he really was the epitome of a, a walking. What did it, what did we say? A walking caution sign? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he really is considering the, one of the later scenes. Yeah. That had me chuckling definitely yeah uh so we then had uh tim and nyla briefing the team on what they do know about the case which is not much because they start off with what they don't know because there's no way to trace the crew there were no fingerprints and no dna got hits in their system so they assume that someone hacked into the law enforcement database to erase the records um, what they do know is that they tried to steal $30 million, but then they've also done $100 million in smaller transactions to fly under the radar. So, like, no one notices the little blips. Um, and, but they do get a break. Well, I guess Nyla technically does, but then, like, everyone else joined the party, uh, mm-hmm. so to speak, because Angela tells her that there's a call from the it was beverly hills right beverly hills police department um about a man who ran his uh lamborghini into a tree and she was like why do i care (laughs) and angela's like well because you know this um you know evidence that she put into the system now has a match um and the guy's name is banks or that's what they called him anyway yeah um and so nyla gets on the phone with the arresting officer as like her and gray are going over um i mean john and selena are too um but um nyla is informing him about how dangerous um he you know banks is but before he can really you know draw his weapon and you know tell him to freeze or something um banks takes the takes poor nurse lisa hostage um Mm -hmm. and so, like I said, Gray, Harper, Nolan, and uh, Juarez are all at the hospital trying to reason with him. Oh, it's really not reasoning. It's really just if John can get him to face the door, Nyla can take the shot and yeah, it can be done. Um, and so that's what she does. And he goes down, um, which I didn't quite understand. I'm assuming that the nurse was shot by a bullet from the earlier officer's gun. 
Mm. Yeah, that would like, make sense. I didn't sense. really understand like how she got wounded if no one actually shot. But again, I don't know because that kind of happened way too fast. Yeah. Um, no, that would make sense because hopefully the other officer would have shot the guy. Yeah. Like in a, a way to take him out. Mm -hmm. but must have missed or the way that the guy had like taken the nurse yeah maybe, like i don't the know nurse had caught if up. i missed it my apologies um there was a lot going on in the episode because i definitely missed things so yeah uh so john hopes that uh this guy's belongings can tell them something about him or that you know what he wrote down on the paperwork in the hospital was legit and it technically was because it was for a rental property um and john and selena search there and selena um finds a bunch of money and a phone stashed underneath well in a drawer like in the um kitchen and so they um know that there's only one one number that has been called in the log and um the contact is made every day at 4 p.m um so back at the station uh angela and her team are connecting to the phone's camera and mic and everything so they can see and hear what's going on uh of course aaron is the one that helps identify what kind of jet they're looking at mm -hmm. when the camera does eventually come on and i thought that was funny like he's just able to kind of like shift back into like a joking you know manner despite the fact that they're essentially looking for the people that you know attacked him yeah. um and i was so confused as to where nolan and well where nolan was going and then greg kind of rushed out after him mm -hmm. um but he nolan had the idea to get into the uh lambo and turn it on so he can pretend to be banks um and so when he's talking to um the man on the other end of the phone he you know tries to act like the uh phone is you know cutting out like the signal's bad um and revving the engine so it kind of you can hear him but not really so you can't exactly tell that the voice is uh i don't know in indistinguishable i suppose uh, yeah and they may not have bought it but it did give them the opportunity to get uh like photos of their suspects to upload and then identify um so they are identified as boyd taylor who's kind of the ringleader of the earlier crew and this one as well um Kim Lochner and Sa Saisha Witt um, were their names. And uh, so at least they now know who they're trying to find. And mm -hmm. better yet, they know where they'll be. Um, and while this is going on, we at least get to see Angela checking in on Nyla after um, everything that happened with the shooting because she has to meet with um you know ia and everything but she feels better knowing that gray like witnessed it um she will sadly still have nightmares about it though uh 
despite the fact that she's been in this kind of situation before. And I was like, yeah. oh, poor Nyla. She was like really hit by it. Like you could yeah. tell just in the way that she was zoning out and everything. I was like, oh man. Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. this for her. But also like give us a little Nyla angst here. Yeah. Um, and it basically like Angela asks if you know she can do anything to help and um and I was like no not really but thanks um and it stands to reason she's not telling James yet because even though he means well he'll wonder why she didn't tell him sooner about it and she thinks that he might judge her a little bit um and she doesn't want to deal with that right now Mm -hmm. so um then it you know we pull back over we know where the team is mobilizing to um because the well boyd kim and saisha and whoever else whoever else is on the plane um they'll be landing at whittier as opposed to um lax so since they know their coordinates they're gonna go like take them into custody there um and then we see well another i guess shootout um very quick happens um and poor john gets (laughs) thrown for a couple loops Um, i don't even i don't even know how to describe it because stuck in the car by a seatbelt and i was like but then you had then you had the gas tank yeah and then you had the trolley because the gas tank hit the trolley it was just like this whole like it's like a domino effect (laughs) yeah of bad things i Um, will say that the seatbelt thing was the most john nolan thing that could happen to him oh so true like i was like yeah yeah. this sounds about right like yeah so at least he had backup there but Mm -hmm. yeah um and honestly had it not been for selena warning him (laughs) then he would have been crushed by the trolley so that kind of sucks um but i mean you know good that she was able to help him out there um and but also though the seatbelt thing reminded me of um that one blooper where melissa like can't buckle the Mm seatbelt or something um and then eric starts speaking you know over the line or something and she finally got it and then they have to do it again yeah um so that's what that reminded me of um but yeah he really he really couldn't um catch a break in that um yeah but that was just the worst time for that to happen for him um you know but he was so insistent that he wanted to go and see this through so mm-hmm. which i can't blame him that is very much how nolan is um but literally yeah. I mean, everyone was telling him like no don't mm-hmm. do that um but you know he he's gonna do what he's gonna do um yeah so they have Boyd in custody now. He's questioned by uh, Lopez and Gray. Well, I guess I really shouldn't say question because they chatted. Uh, because as his lawyer Monica points out, they can't question her client without her being present. And I'm like, gosh darn it, why? Like when she yeah. walked in the room, I was like, why? Of yep. all the lawyers, why? <laughs> um, yeah. It is so, interesting that they brought her back. 
Yeah, I was not expecting it. But I guess with it only being 10 episodes, it makes sense. Like, you know, there's not enough time to introduce a whole new character. Mm -hmm. When you've already got like a whole arc that there's likely going to be a new character or something. Yeah. Um. So she wants a she wants a word with her client, Um. you know, alone. And so uh, Angela and Gray leave. Um, we then see Monica on the phone talking to someone. We don't know who that is, but she's saying how. Uh, you know, Boyd Taylor might jump at a deal. So basically, I mean, it's like insinuating that he's a li- a liability to them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as that is going on, then we also see um Harper again zoning out. Um, as she's supposed to be getting off the elevator, but then almost lets the doors close again, and Nolan, mm-hmm. um, you know, stops them, and then. Um, she comes out and apparently at least things went smoothly with um IA, like with her meeting. Yeah. Um, and she seems to be okay for now. Um but I, I liked that moment though, because it felt very just like old, you know, like classic yeah. John and Nyla, you know, like he just yeah. wants to help. Yeah. Um, and so the Monica phone conversation would explain sort of why at the end of the episode we see um boyd who is on a bus is he not by himself like I yes yeah okay yeah he is with like a couple of guards or like yeah at least a guard there yeah but he's like the only prisoner like on the bus which i was like what in the world is going on and why is it like midnight or whatever i was so confused yeah i was confused as to why it was like a whole school bus when we've seen like lafiera being taken in like a van yeah but i was like maybe that's all that they had but i don't know it was very i was just and i was like okay we're like seeing him i was like what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. um yeah but he's you know in the prison jumpsuit ready to go um he's shot in the head assumingly by a sniper um yeah but the question remains is who you know ordered the hit on Mm -hmm. him so yeah 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 because it was like perfect shot in Mm -hmm. a way like yeah i wonder if they'll revisit this next week i wouldn't think so then again i don't know because it looks like they're they've got a whole new case going on so maybe this is just like an overtime case i don't know i would assume so i really don't know though because i don't i mean i don't know what could possibly make john and bailey's wedding so dangerous yeah and that's what the promo says um but they've never really had normal uh normal couple outings yeah. yeah well and so. that's what i was confused about because like alexi had said in the tv line interview or whatever he was like yeah this is like we're not gonna play it up so much to be dangerous but then like also we have dramatics in here mm-hmm. and then the trailer was like the most dangerous wedding i'm like most dangerous what how yeah it's also like um what about angela and Lafiera? that was pretty dangerous so Mm -hmm. yeah that was that was craziness Mm -hmm. um 
we do get to see Aaron go to his first appointment where he meets Blair, um, who's apparently only been on the job for six months and she's very new, but she, um, you know, is very excited about what she's doing and they seem to have a good rapport already. So um, that's good. I know people were like speculating, well, if like um, her and Aaron would date or if somehow she's like a you know devious character or something and I was like I don't know but that would be I mean either way would be like unethical yeah (laughs) um since she's a psychiatrist but I don't know I mean I will say last night I tweeted out oh Aaron had hard eyes but he also could have just been like kind of thrown off Mm mm-hmm I don't know. Then I saw people saying that she could be the mole for Monica, and I was like, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe, like, because Wesley had said, like, be careful what you share, like, Mm -hmm. because they don't work for you, that they could share that information with everyone else. I mean, that I could see. Especially if she's only six months onto the job, like, she might not know, kind of, like, the etiquette to have but i don't know i feel like when you're becoming a therapist psychiatrist whatever like you're pretty much like you know you know about patient uh therapist confidentiality so Mm -hmm. yeah but i don't know it's it's gonna be interesting yeah i'm excited to learn more about her and i would like to see if anyone else goes to her I don't know why they would have to. Maybe Nyla? Yeah. Well, I was kind of thinking, like, I just assumed that, like, Selena and Aaron would go. And, like, you know, maybe, well, granted, maybe after John and Bailey got married or something, they might, you know, go or something. Um, But I just, it's. Yeah, like the ones who were affected, too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah it's interesting it'll also be interesting to see how as time goes on how Aaron feels about her like mm -hmm. if and if it's brought up like if Gray asks you know are you going to the therapist do you how do you feel about it like um and if he continues to go to his quote-unquote dope therapist so Mm -hmm. but yeah that'll be interesting um so now we have nolan's last shift before the wedding including all the balin stuff this was just again very nolan and balin mm-hmm. of them typical yeah. for them so um but selena and john are driving she asks if he's nervous uh because it's the last shift before the wedding and he's like no are you nervous with having nyla as your to in my absence and john's like or you could have Sergeant Bradford. And Selena's like, well, no, no, no. What about Smitty, though? And she's like, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just once, I would like to see Smitty, like, having a rookie for, like, a few chefs. I don't yeah. need an entire season of it, but just a few chefs. Yeah. And he kind of had Aaron, but, like, mm-hmm. more. I don't yeah. know. 
Well, because, like, I was just, like, why is, I mean, not like I don't know why John will be gone. Like, yes, he's getting married. They're going to go on a honeymoon, supposedly. Mm -hmm. But I'm, like, okay, and? Like, it's not like he's going to be gone forever. <laughs> but I right guess they would need someone to take over temporarily yeah because i mean for you figure him. like if they're on like a week-long honeymoon that's at least five days of him being Yeah. gone but like they're all gonna be at the wedding so it's not like she's working while he's Mm -hmm. like getting married yeah Yeah. I don't well I don't know how all that works. and it's not like bailey's pregnant either and not like they're gonna have the baby so yeah it's just kind of weird Yeah. i don't know um but then she reassures john that she's good with nyla she's great like selena sure she'll learn a lot from her and then backtracks by telling him that he's taught her a lot and like she's spinning out because you know like she keeps kind of hyping nyla up and you can kind of see that john's like oh well what about Yeah. me um but they're stopped when um they have to pull over to help a woman who's flagging them down um which Okay, so we know that Selena rides with Chenford for Mm at least one episode. hmm Mm We hmm don't know. So people were like, well, we know that Tim becomes her T.O. Like, and they seemed like that was something to happen for the rest of the season or a lot of it. But I only remember it for like maybe an episode or two. So can we have some of Nyla? oh for tim being like training selena oh uh-huh Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but like it's also behind the scenes stuff. So they could just be on set together. Like they might not yeah even necessarily be writing together. yeah So. i don't know i mean it'd be like fine if they like paired up for like a moment or something because i know in the um well in the uh like two minute uh i don't even know what to call it like progression of the show or something that the rookie account released um Mm hmm earlier today uh i think we see it like a new scene a split second of tim and yeah selena okay or something um but i don't know in what context um i would be here for it for sure especially oh yeah if lucy and aaron start writing together again but Mm i would also like to see selena and nyla hmm. Mm hmm. just because i love them but it makes sense if nyla isn't going to be her to because Mm of hmm. everything she's got going on with the um you know shooting aftermath and if she's going through stuff and then also like she's a detective so i could see them being like well that's kind of not like a demotion but like she's got bigger things to do and worry about than like training selena Yeah. But then But, you got Tim and Metro, so I'm just like, I don't really understand. Because even yeah. Tim earlier in the episode was like, there's an 8% difference or whatever Mm hmm in, you know, Yeah. the, the variations of what roles they have. And I'm like, okay, I don't really, Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I would also like to see her paired with Smitty, though. Or just talking to Smitty more. Because I feel like he would just kind of, like, argue everything that she has to say. And, like, probably piss her off. I don't know. It would be funny. But, um, yeah. So, 
she reassures Sean that she's good with Nyla and everything like that. They pull over to help a woman who's flagging them down. Turns out her husband's missing. She's like, you know, I've called him, whatever. And then he pulls up to their house in their front lawn and is wasted. Like, literally gets out of the car and beer cans fall out. Yep. So then the woman's, um, John and Selena take the recently found husband in, start booking him. And while doing that, Selena's like, do you have any advice as to how to optimize my time with, my time and my experience with Nyla? And John's like, I'm not going to give you any cheat codes. Nyla then walks up and she's like, cheat codes for what? And John's like, she wants cheat codes about working with you. And Nyla's like, I am an enigma wrapped in a badass riddle and addresses her as boot. And I was just like, you know, she was like, do you have, do you understand that boot? And I was like, I've missed them <laughs> calling the rookies boot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't think I would miss that a lot, but I do. Mm-hmm. So, um, it'll be good to see Nyla with a rookie again, if there is any kind of like, scene or episode with that um but it was just kind of funny to like see her like in that take no shit mode again um Mm -hmm. but yeah so then nyla asks why john is out on patrol and he's like it's my last shift and nyla's like yeah exactly why you should be hiding under a desk until it's time to go home and nyla's like don't you like think about the curse of the last shift and she's like did anything i teach you stick um and so selena's like wait curse last shift and he tells selena that like nyla feels like the last shift before vacation retirement wedding anything is to be feared and selena's like well i'm sure it is i'm superstitious so you might as well just write collateral damage on my forehead and she's like why didn't you tell me um and he's like because i don't believe in it or curses (laughs) Mm-hmm. yeah exactly what you should say before just about everything on your sh- during your shift is gonna go wrong he just jinxed himself he's like he's a big jinx we love him but like yeah so just as he says everything's gonna be like smooth sailing he answers a call from bailey and it turns out that the ac has gone out in their house and that they're supposed to have a- their wedding there tomorrow which i kind of thought when he answered her call that it was gonna be much worse yeah just because like he kind of jinxed it not to say that the ac going out isn't bad but i was like oh okay but it was so funny how he was like trying to be positive and he's like that's great (laughs) yeah because nyla was still standing right there it's like yeah if i were bailey i'd be like what the heck are you talking about right great (laughs) (sighs) so he assures her that they'll swing by and it'll fix it and like nyla and him are talking and john's like selena let's go like i'm done with this and selena's like do we have to like she just seems like the little like the person that just didn't want to go and do like what their parents had asked them to do it was so funny so john and selena get to their house get to his house he's like i'll go fix ac selena and bailey talk selena's like i got a great dress for the wedding like i'm ready to party and i'm just like selena heart like heart eyes i love her also her dress is amazing for yeah. that and i'm literally so ready to see it because yeah. her hair like just everything mm-hmm. so i was just so happy to see lisette's name in the credits like yes. in the main credits oh i was like i got gleefully excited yeah <laughs> over that. 
Yeah. No, like my excitement all day for the new rookie episode. I was like, I I literally haven't felt this much serotonin in a long time. I was like, okay, I'm ready for my show to come back. Yeah. So John comes back out. The AC is back on. Everything's good. And Selena mentions the curse to Bailey. And John's like, dude, why? Yeah. I feel like Selena just doesn't know when to, like, keep things to herself. Like, she just kind of, like, word vomits. Um, So then there's a knock at the door. Because, you know, this is John's last shift and he doesn't believe in curses. So what else could go wrong? Um, and the guy on the other side of the door is thrown off by the police being in there in the house. And he mentions that they're tearing down the house next door this weekend, and it's likely to get a little noisy. John's like, I'll handle this. But the neighbor's not going to do anything about pushing the demolition. He can't alter his schedule. He actually won't. So that's that. And so Bailey's look to John before he leaves was hilarious because that would be my look i would be like what are you gonna do about this and he literally like ran out he was like i'll just i mean i'll he was like stuttering the whole time and just like ran literally ran out (laughs) oh it was just too funny it was too funny the man is a walking meme and caution sign so Yeah. yeah so john and selena are searching the suspect's house like carrie had mentioned before she mentions the curse around smitty who conveniently doesn't do curses either, which is a pretty smitty thing. I don't know. He doesn't do a lot of stuff, so yeah. it, it makes sense. Um, And then we have, like, I don't know, what I thought was a good reaction pick from John when he's like, thanks, and tells Selena. Like, he, you know, kind of, like, his eyes get all big, and he tells mm-hmm. her thanks sarcastically. Yeah. And he tells, base. huh? It's the default base. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then he tells Selena that they'll start their search in the back bedroom where she'll recite the five rules of a domicile search. And if she mentions the word curse and his presence again, she'll be volunteered for all cavity searches at the station until her 30th birthday. And I was like, okay. But I, like, I love Selena. I mean, obviously, right? I talk about it literally every chance I can get. But it was kind of nice to see John, like, bringing down the hammer a little bit with her. Like, he needed to be the tough T.O. in that moment and just, like, let her know gently to watch it. Like, he he was tired of hearing about it. Um, I was just surprised. I was like, whoa, like, how very Bradford of him. Like, season one Bradford. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad, but I just, just the delivery and just, like, Mm -hmm. the, it just seemed like something they would have, like, Tim say. Yeah. But, like, I can also see why he was annoyed with it. Like, she had mentioned it to Bailey and had kind of had Bailey probably spinning out about it. Like, mentioned it to Smitty. Like, I could see why he was kind of like, okay, this is enough. So then later in the episode, she apologizes for taking the superstition thing seriously. And she's like, it's just, it's in my DNA to take them seriously. And I thought that was really cute. Like, very spiritual. Very, like just kind of not hippy dippy but kind of in a way for her and john's like it's about you allowing it to distract you when you're on the job like you've been he tells her that she's been on the job long enough uh to know what happens when she loses focus even for a minute and she's like you're right like i won't let it happen again 
So John's like going home at the end of the day. This was like you had said, like classic John and Nyla. This literally was one of my favorite moments of that episode. Like it felt like a callback. It felt like a hug. Um, and John's going home and he's like, I'm proud I survived the my last shift before the wedding. He's like, I'm still standing. And I was like, why must you tempt fate? Like, what are you trying to do? And he's like, because I know it upsets you. That's why I like <laughs> to do it. And she was like, yeah, you're going to hell for that. Like, yeah. Um. So then Bailey walks in looking upset because, I mean, again, he tempted fate and, you know, he's a jinx. So she shares that the neighbors aren't budging on the demo work like she's tried all day. And so they're going to have to call off the wedding for now. And Aaron walks by. Aaron, like, was always conveniently walking by, which I loved that. Yeah. Um, He hears that something is a disaster. They tell him what's all going on. And he offers his family spiritual oasis downtown. And John's like, wait, your family has a spiritual oasis? And he's like, I'm asking that in a very gracious manner. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... Aaron's like, how many guests are you having? And we find out there's going to be 75 Aaron's like, yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, We can handle f- five times as many as that, which okay, I would like to see how big this place is. Um, And Bailey and John are like, we can't ask you to do that, but Aaron's like, no, I'm offering like, it's the least that I could do after you saved my life. And then Bailey like goes into semantics. Mm-hmm. Like, she can't like accept the compliment or whatever. And she's like, well, technically, doctors and nurses saved you. Um, I just helped you get there. And John's like, thank you for this. Like, <laughs> so it's settled that they're getting married at the Zen Gardens. Um, yeah. Which is a really pretty venue. I mean, judging by the pictures. So, which mm-hmm. is just a sad, but yeah the whole like john nolan cursing was just hilarious because it's very john nolan also it's very balen of them that they can't even have a normal wedding no because they can't even have normal dates without something going wrong so yep yeah i also tweeted out that um it was kind of a funny callback in a way that like Bailey and John were on the same side of the door and they opened the door to like meet a new neighbor and that's like how Bailey and John met. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, whoa, I didn't even realize. Yeah. That. Like good cut. I mean, granted, Bailey wasn't like a permanent neighbor, but like she became a permanent fixture of the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought it was like a kind of a funny callback. And I was like, two and a half seasons later, like they're gonna get married. So yeah. That's yeah. Cute. Yeah, and like Nyla with the whole superstition thing reminded me of the Q word. Yeah. I mean, a little bit anyway, just in her reactions. I just, oh, I just love Makia's delivery of like one-liners. It's just great. Mm -hmm. It's so good. So good. So, and then next we have Lucy and Tim with her detective's exam, which, yeah, yeah. Um, so Tim walks into his office to find Lucy sitting behind his desk studying for the detective's exam. She's like, I've fallen behind in studying. Like, can I actually ride with you so you you can quiz me between calls? One, I thought it was so freaking cute that she was just in his office, like hiding away. Number <laughs> yeah. one. Number two, I love that she was like, I want to ride with you on a call or on calls today so that you can quiz me like she didn't even give him the option to like offer yeah. that up she was like well, we're doing I mean, this 
Yeah, well, he didn't give her the option to read him the split second leadership book. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Now the shoes yeah. on the other foot, so to speak. So Tim's like, you could study as much as you want, but if Prim really has it out for you, like he'll still find a way to sabotage with crazy scenarios. Um, and for a minute, when this preview came out, I was like, who's Prim? Like, I forgot. I forgot that he was the one that, like, Lucy, like, bribed or whatever for Tim's move to Metro. Um, so Tim suggested they could spend the day chasing outside-of-the-box calls uh, to prepare her and widen her knowledge base. Um, she thanks him, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to make it easy today. Like, you learn best when you're a little pissed off. Um, which is just very Tim Bradford. Mm-hmm. Um and and then it just brought me back to the Tim test. I was like, he's gonna pull out a couple of Tim tests, won't he? But and then Chenford is driving. Lucy's thinking like she should have asked Angela or Nyla to help her study. And Tim reminds her of what's going on. And he's like, Nyla's busy with the task force. And Angela's like just getting back into police work and settling. And then Tim's like all ranked police officers share the same knowledge base and he mentions that there's only about eight percent unique to each specialty and he argues that the eight percent or she argues that the eight percent is what prim will test her on and try to trip her up on which is a valid point i mean mm-hmm. like even if you know everything like well you should still study like the parts that might not be pretty like generic of what you would know so tim tells her that that that's probably what prim wants her to think and that he'll try to trip her up and stump her with that so she's not too happy with that statement from tim now she's gonna play the second guessing game and spiral out of control with whether or not prim wants her or knows that she thinks he'll try to trip her up um and while she's spinning out tim's just sitting there speechless his brain is like broken again and he's not sure what to say honestly that would be a great reaction meme for him too because he was just like uh i don't know what to do here um and when he doesn't say anything lucy's like stop i can hear you thinking uh and she's just like no don't want to don't want to deal with us so chenford rolls up to a call tim radios that he's signing controlled officer chen uh, he reiterates that like he's there as a resource she's in charge now which i would be like okay no pressure thanks like you know all right we're doing this uh she deduces that the crime scene is too small responding officers didn't recover the murder weapon so the shooter probably ditched it somewhere along the block and he tells her to try to make the call she like radios for more units to start an expanded crime scene canvas and search grid and homicide will also need to be notified along with the TID team being, mobi- being mobilized. So he's like, what else needs to be done? And she's like, she gets thrown off. And she's like, there's nothing that can be done until TID comes like to document the scene. And she's like, am I missing something? And he repeats the question in more of a statement form to her. And she's like, you're messing with me. Um, and then she starts to second guess herself, which... I feel her on that because I would too. Mm. Um, so he asks her if she wants him to tell her the wild card that's there. And she's like, yes, but also, wait, I want to figure it out. And so he's like, pretend you don't have a minute 
and he asks her again what she's missing. They get a little feisty with each other, and she he tells her that there's no shame in knowing not knowing the answer. But she tells him to let her think for a minute and calls him Sergeant Bradford, which the internet was like going crazy on. And I was like, we haven't heard her call him Sergeant Bradford before, right? Like, um, even when they were in the apartment? Or did um, we? I mean, the only time I can ever think of off the top of my head anyway is like all the way back in season two when he took the exam. Yeah. And then she was like saying it in a, you know, like kind of proud way yeah and then sprinklers start the lawn sprinklers start um and the bullet like comes out washes down the drain uh not like comes out but like we see it um and then chunford's walk like later not later on the episode but like after this chunford's walking back into the station lucy's like that crime scene and what went down was a literal clown show um and she's like i just hope that no one heard about it and then circus music starts to play over the intercom, which was funny. Um, also, like, because it was so quiet, I was like, that could easily be music just, like, anytime during the day. Like, yes, it's annoying, but it was kind of, like, lower. Um, not that they would have music playing or anything, but... So then Aaron, like, walks up to Chenford to talk about something. Um, and, like, when asked if everyone knew what knows what happened at the scene, Aaron laughs and confirms everyone do- does, does. So then he shares the background check information that he found on their victim, like, says the name, age, all that. Um, Lucy, like, cuts Aaron off nicely when she sees Wesley and, like, walks over. And he, even he's heard about the clown show at the scene, which, like, you know that he heard from Angela, right? Like, I feel like Maybe he's got other people at the station that he's got, like, you know, he's he's in the group. But mm-hmm. I feel like if anyone was to tell him, it'd probably be Angela. Yeah. So. We also find out that Wesley has, again, more parental time than Angela, apparently, because he still on paternity leave. But he tells her that the crime scene was fatally compromised and the only way for her to guarantee a conviction is to get a full confession from the killer. If they can find them, that is. So, Chenford's back at the clown show scene. um, Well, down the street. And Lucy's spinning out. And she's, like, thinking, you know, maybe she should skip the detective's exam. um, But she knows what will happen if she doesn't pass. And she just thinks that it's better if she just waits. Um, So, Tim doesn't argue. And, like, she gets upset with it. Because he's like, maybe you should. Like, you know, if you think that's what's best. And she's thinking that he meant he doesn't think she'll pass. But, I don't know. To me, she was putting words in his mouth. Like, they're in the middle of their discussion um, talking about it, and then they see a woman pull up um, and look at the scene. So the discussion is put on hold. The car pulls off to park. Chenford gets out, um, following the woman up to the house, and who's digging in the trash. And she's clearly upset, and Lucy's like, you know you're like police are here let me search um so she goes to search um the trash bag finds a gun along with a bracelet um and the woman claims that the gun isn't hers but like when she finds the bracelet she knows that that's obviously what the woman was looking for so the woman like doesn't it doesn't take much and she's just confessing to the crime so that's all that we see on that and then 
at the end of the episode chenford's walking out of the station he compliments her she's clearly pissed like she's shutting down she just like doesn't doesn't really know what to do anymore so he like kind of pulls her aside because she just wants to like keep on walking and he's like this isn't gonna work if you're gonna lie to me um and she asks him point blank if he undermined her um if he like if why he undermined her was because she he's scared that she's gonna make detective and he's like i didn't do it for that reason and i'm upset that you would think like that and so she's like well maybe it was subconscious not deliberate um and now she's wondering if like or now he's wondering if she thinks he's unaware of his actions um she brings up like what happened with isabel and like how that was deeply traumatic for him and he's like yeah i never said that it wasn't like i've never not admitted it um and he reminds her that they that he did admit it on the first day that they met um which call back to the pilot Mm -hmm. and so then like he reminds her that the only thing he did that day was like just be there for her having her back and if she can't see that um you know and then he just stops before he says something he'll regret and like they go their separate ways for the night but but like after she was like clearly in shock about and just like couldn't believe what just happened um and that's kind of where we leave chenford which um yeah full of angst Mm -hmm. i don't know there was mixed reactions to this yeah i was just gonna say there was a lot of uh chatter Mm -hmm. (laughs) about it for sure I will say that I'm glad that the rookie account ac- like accurately portrayed a character who's going through an anxiety spiral. Like I feel like this was kind of a step in their relationship that they had to take. Like someone had to have this anxiety spiral to see how the other person was going to react. Um I mean it's it's a very real thing. Like he was he's been supportive of her career choices so far like except for that one time when she first went undercover but like he's there for her he's her number one like he doesn't want to walk away he's in this for long haul and by him Mm -hmm. not like continuing the conversation like it just showed that he doesn't want to say something that like could potentially end what they have that he could regret um but like also like he wants to set boundaries like he doesn't want to like he doesn't want lucy to push him away but he wants to set boundaries um and he's not like shying away from supporting her like through you know her um anxiety spiral but yeah i don't know it was it was just interesting like to see that that's kind of how like we might get the angst but i mean i guess like we've seen them kind of go through like her undercover work her desire mm-hmm. for undercover and then now like tim being promoted to sergeant and how that can affect them so it makes yeah. sense that we would have this um this storyline so yeah. i mean i will say it like wasn't what i thought mm-hmm. uh, their argument was going to be about and i don't i mean like i kind of I have mixed feelings myself about it yeah. because like I the more I think about it and because I am how I am I like to 
like analyze things like that. Um, I kind of wish that we had had more, uh, I don't know what the right word is, like background Mm -hmm. on Lucy's anxiety. Like it would have come up in other aspects. I mean, granted, um, you know, everyone's anxiety diagnosed or not is different um, Mm -hmm. and can, you know, show up in different ways. Um, I just kind of thought because she was so, I mean, granted she did need, she wanted Tim's approval of, you know, her going undercover Mm -hmm. and doing all that. But I felt like she was really confident. Yeah. In that. And so it kind of, I don't know, like surprised me, I guess a little, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, that she kind of went into a full-on spiral i mean i know she likes to talk things through um to you know uh work through them and everything and maybe that's kind of what she was trying to do like in the in the shop um but i mean i definitely yeah i do applaud them for uh realistically and accurately portraying Mm -hmm. uh a you know case of anxiety and yeah it was all too relatable (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah i also feel like maybe if they had explored the storyline like a couple episodes into the season and like given us backstory more like how you said on her anxiety it would have been good but i don't know i i don't know I don't know. People have said that, like, we know we're getting the I love you next episode, which. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I keep forgetting about I don't that. Know. I still don't totally believe that's next episode just because we had that preview, but I don't know. That could be like for the entire season overall. Um, but maybe that's my delusional self thinking that. <laughs> um, but like, even the lie detector stuff that we know we're going to get next episode, like, I wonder how this is going to play into that like Mm -hmm. is she gonna start kind of accusing him accusing him quote-unquote again during the lie detector test and that's why they have to do this test because i mean why else would they do a lie detector test i don't know i guess depending on the case like and they're cops so they could probably easily do it but also like you don't just do a lie detector test for fun yeah. you know so i don't know it, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of come back from this the next episode because we know that they're not gonna be like seeing each other that night mm-hmm. um but like they're supposed to be dates to Balin's wedding mm-hmm. they're doing this like lie detector test they're working together so they have to like you know kind of come back from this i don't know it's just it's very interesting to see like how this will all play out especially with how they left things but Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know and like will lucy take the time to realize like what all happened and how they got from point a to point b Mm -hmm. and like apologize to tim or will she just kind of be like no like i'm in the right here i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting to see because it was a low blow Mm -hmm. like that she took um she brought up the isabel stuff i mean yeah and i yeah she was wrong 
Mm -hmm. um, to say that I just kind of felt like it was not that anxiety makes you do things because you're you know yeah. in, supposedly in control of you know yourself but like it can manifest itself into you know catastrophizing your yeah yeah or lashing out because you're so in your own head that if someone mm -hmm. tries to you know break through that a little bit it kind of throws you off completely yeah. which then would frustrate you and make you you know upset yeah but yeah no i don't think <clears throat> i don't think it was right what she said i'm glad that tim was able to stop before he said something that he yeah. would regret i thought that showed a lot of maturity on his part i'm glad that he kind of called her out on it mm -hmm. you know like yeah don't just let her do that yeah. but Mm -hmm. And he did it in a nice way, too. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not like he was, like, very pissed off or anything. But mm -hmm. it was a low blow to bring up Isabel. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, that is a big reason for his feelings about it and, like, his past. But never once did he say he was, like, not believing in her or anything. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But we had some listener thoughts for this episode do you want to take us through the first one uh yeah so um julia said um she has so many thoughts um first one being oh my god aaron lived yeah <laughs> uh we were Thank all goodness. pretty happy about that yeah um selena's com um comedic relief was perfect and needed um for nyla though um she thinks it was her projecting that James would judge her for, um, you know, shooting the uh, suspect. Uh, they hope that James is more supportive than, like, what he could be. Mm -hmm. um, and then they said, Wolf has baby name in question marks. Um, yeah, because I guess we don't, we don't know their baby girl's name, do we? No no okay um yeah so maybe maybe we'll get that soon hopefully. i hope so i hope um, that there's like a call out or something a mention of it next week yeah. and like because don't we see nyla and james and angela and wesley like talking mm -hmm. so i yeah. hope that they're kind of like nyla's like wow you guys like had a have a night away from the babies or something and like angela says the baby's name mm-hmm like parents night out i love it <laughs> yeah i love it um they also said john <laughs> they're shaking their head because uh the man almost died multiple times and in multiple ways uh mm -hmm. so true um and uh aaron's response to the therapist was fun uh that'll be interesting to see and uh, Chenford's story arc was uh, an interesting view on the topic of vulnerability and shame right from the jump to their, or right from the time jump, excuse me, uh, to their last scene. And yeah. uh, last but not least, they loved uh, classic Smitty moments in the episode too. I was glad to see Smitty. Because mm -hmm. I feel like we hadn't seen him in anything, like yeah, behind the scenes wise. And, I, and then we finally did. And I was like, 
I hope that we're not going a few episodes into the season without seeing Smitty. Yeah. Also, like, he just needs to be added, like, as a regular at this point. Like, please. So true. So. Mandy said the the episode was so fast-paced. So much was happening at once, yet it had me hooked. I'm so happy they did not kill off Aaron and that they're actually dealing with this trauma. Same. Same. I'm glad that, like, they're dealing with it, they're going to show it, but also they're going to show that it's not easy. Um, And Nyla, same thing. I don't think James would judge her. She did the right thing. Um, I didn't even think about James, like, potentially judging her for it until like she had said that and i sat on it and i was like i could see it but i don't think he would yeah so um the scenes where nolan had close calls had me laughing especially given comments by the team angela and nyla specifically then you had smithy joining in which was priceless i'm here for chenford angst it's natural for lucy to spiral this is a big deal for her career wise but i also understand tim's frustration tim was trying to be supportive and it seems he couldn't win with lucy they needed the night apart clearly they're fine yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like having the night apart will do them good um but i feel like they're definitely gonna have to talk a lot of things out the next day so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um becky had well had a few questions as in uh are they gonna reveal the baby's name and you know what's up with monica who is she talking to and uh they're excited for the chenford um part next week because there's the confession and the dance which is just what um we all need after last night's angst so assuming that the wedding is at the very end of the episode because that would make sense they have to have like some kind of makeup throughout Mm -hmm. the episode unless it's just gonna be like an awkward dance at the Mm -hmm. wedding or but i hope not because like their wedding scenes or scenes at all the rookie weddings are always so good Mm -hmm. and like memorable like we don't want it to be awkward but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, Lily had said, I loved it so much. I missed them. I'm so glad that Aaron's okay. And I need to know who was who Monica was talking to. I have so many thoughts. I kind of wish they could have gotten somewhere w- with the dude with the Lambo. Yeah, like they made a point to like mention what all he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then just didn't really like follow up with that i guess they did with the hospital thing but at the same time it was kind of like okay a one and done so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh lisa said the season six premiere was amazing uh she was surprised to see tim walk away from the conversation between him and lucy um before going home uh she didn't like the scene with the clown (laughs) also same yeah i I thought low-key i thought that he was that boyd guy and i was like that would be too easy but he kind of looked like him i didn't even realize it was like an actual person because they were (laughs) so still on the ground and until they did the close-up i was like totally convinced i was like why are they there yeah this is a like look-alike thing like i didn't know what the heck it i was just so yeah yeah um 
sorry, but they, uh, but Lisa did like the scene with Wesley bringing the kids into the station. Yeah. Also same. Somehow I missed him pushing Jack in the stroller on the first watch. I was just like so fixated on baby girl mm-hmm. though that I was just like, yeah. I don't and know. And so were the other characters too. Like yeah. that was all, you know, like popping over to see the baby and mm-hmm. you know, Lucy, Lucy made yeah. a mad dash. Yeah. Um like I I even missed the part of Angela like kind of leaning down to the stroller and like doing something with Jack. I was like, how did I miss all of this last yeah. night? Like, yeah. So well, Aaron was the cutest though, making little name tags. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I my need to thing. see Jack wear one. Just yes. just to see it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I also saw someone say, someone please give Jack like a talking scene. And, like, mm. maybe he'll share the baby's name that way. That would oh be God. really freaking cute. Oh, geez. Okay, wait. How old? Oh, gosh. How old is Jack, then? Is he, like... I'm saying he was born at the end of season three, even though we saw him in season four. But, I mean, that's how, like, so like two, baby girl was, so... Two, two or three? Two years apart. If you're going by season-wise, the rookie timeline, we don't know, so... <laughs> I would go by season. So, like, he was end of season three, she was end of season five. Yeah. Which is so crazy to think that we're in season six now. Like, mm-hmm. I always want to, I always feel like it's season five still. I'm like, no, it's season six. Mm-hmm. But did you see that video that they had posted today of like, my, how far everyone has come? And it oh, was like six yeah. years ago. I was like, six years ago. That's insane to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And they were like a mid-season start. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like six years, like early 2024. So, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. any other notes on 601? I don't think so. I just can't believe we're back, like, doing this. Mm-hmm. Doing new episodes. Yeah. And we're hitting episode 100 next week, which is crazy. Yes. Which all yeah. credit goes to Jennifer for that because she meticulously planned it out. No, listen, you deserve the credit because I was like, <laughs> I don't really understand. <laughs> like, I wasn't really like, I just, I couldn't even see the see the vision, so to speak, of how yeah. we could, you know, finagle yeah. eight more episodes of, you know, stuff, but you know, she made it happen. So I just thought it was fun. It would be a fun thing to do. Fun yeah. way to like commemorate it. And then the strike kept going on. And I was like, should we keep doing this or <laughs> not? Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then it was like real life was happening. And it was kind of like, well, there's not many other like episodes of The Rookie that we can cover from past. I mean, there are. But like, at what point do we kind of save those? So, yeah. Yeah. It was... It was hard because it was like we didn't know how long the strike was going on. So, yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, also say if if the strike didn't happen, which I'm glad that it did because, you know, everyone deserves to have what they are owed. But like, if it didn't happen, we would have been well into 100 episodes by now. Like, oh, if, man. yeah. If they premiered in September. Yeah. But it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I think that's it, though. Yeah. Um, well, you guys can find us on Twitter at the Shop Talk Pod underscore, or you can email us at Shop Talk the Rookie Podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts. And of course, we are individually on Twitter as well. I'm at Carrie Hyman. And I'm at JStark804. And like Jennifer said, next week uh, is our 100th episode where we will be covering 602, aka the rookie's 100th episode. Uh, it's just fun. So, yeah, just you fun. know, Balin Wedding, although mm-hmm. it's titled The Hammer, which I don't don't really understand. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, it'll it'll be good. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. action-packed for sure Mm -hmm. so but until then bye everyone bye guys go get them boo